Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Post Post Podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Chris Ronan, and I do want to say happy first Father's Day, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you. I well, appreciate that. Welcome. I didn't even know it was Father's Day till uh, literally, I think, today or yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. A pair of New Balances coming for me, you think? Oh, hell yeah, baby. Was it $20, $30, maybe? Yeah. I'm going to need you to come with me, because you're going to need to like do the dad thing where you put them on, kind of like run back and forth yeah. like, down the aisles and stuff, you make ever sure see, they're good. You ever see the video of the kid that goes in the store, he's trying on shoes, and then like he literally runs for the exit, and the people like freak out thinking he's stealing the shoes, and then he just like stops and then turns around and runs back? Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out what else I can get you too. Like New Balance, I feel is like is a uh, little cheap little present for you. Maybe I got to get you like some leg socks or what do you call those? Like those tube socks or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if uh, my wife's gonna get me a number one dad hat or like a <laughs> like a mug. Maybe a number one dad koozie for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> got the uh, got the right shirt on today too. Friday beers, baby. Friday beers, baby. I love that Instagram account. You follow them? I don't follow them, but yeah, you keep sending me stuff yeah. on Instagram. You got to follow them, man. They're mm-hmm. so good. They make the best fucking memes. They're like minute-long videos of just like anything that's all like the same. So they'll do like an Adam Sandler one, and it's like clips from like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and it's all just about gas and beers. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> was Friday Beers where uh, you got the um, – uh, we put it up on our Instagram. The, it's Thursday. Uh, no, no, no. The uh, White Claw Gabe. The White Claw Gabe, That dude's yeah. hilarious. Oh, my God. He's, he's in the store the other day, and there's like some actor. I forget his name, but I see him all the time. And uh, the dude's asking about them. He's like, yeah, cacti's if you want to get more buzz. And he's like, what about Truly? He's like, fuck that. That's hillbilly shit. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. I love it. White Claw Gabe is the man. Gotta love memes. Gotta love memes. Uh, and I found, Actually, I follow him. I found his Instagram. I didn't realize- You follow like, White Claw Gabe? Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. I, fi- like, I think because I liked it and posted his stuff that like uh, it was like, oh, his, Recommended. his the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how's, how's your week been, buddy? Ah, it's good. I'm battling some poison ivy. I hate that shit. I get it twice a year doing the yard work. Maybe for Father's Day, I'll get yeah. a little landscaper, you know, a little landscape action so I don't have to do it. This is where social distancing really helps out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want some, just let me know. I am. I'm, I'm all set. I'm happy to share I like, with you. I like this arm <laughs> distance right here. Um, yeah, it sucks. You know, when did you get, when did you get it? How long have you had it for? I got it. I did yard work Sunday, and it popped up on Tuesday, and I was like, oh, God, I've been, like, holding the baby all day Monday. Oh. And I was like, dude, I, she better not get it. But she hasn't gotten it, which is good, and I, I don't think she's going to at this point. So. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's uh, that's an all clear. Um, so we got the Canadians versus Vegas Golden Knights on currently right now. It's Friday at 9.30. It's it's uh, 1-1 right now, right? Second period. Yep. Good game. Good game. We still got uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, you we, still got Vegas. I think I picked Montreal for this, right? Yeah, you picked Montreal. I picked Vegas. Yeah, I got uh, I got Montreal in seven, and then you got Vegas in six. Yeah, this uh, just the depth of all these teams left in the playoffs. If we want to jump into that, like it's it's insane. I think that these four teams that are left, it like really shows how deep these teams are. Like, I think all four of these teams are deeper than the Bruins. They're all deeper than the Maple Leafs. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Maple Leafs fourth line was lacking. Um, I mean, you you name it, they're just. The, the deepest teams possible. Right. And the majority of them are producing, which which you need. You need the guys, like fourth-line guys, yeah. still producing. Uh, I think the biggest one to show for that is the Montreal Canadiens here. Uh, you got Tyler Toffoli. He's been the talk of the town uh, in Montreal with five goals so far. Yola Amina. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Armia with five goals. Nick Suzuki. Uh 
with four goals. Uh, we just saw Nick Suzuki in this game. Uh, he's the one that got bundled, right? Yeah, he got bundled. Holy God. Like, And he's, he got up like nothing happened. And you need those type of players like that can get, take a hit like that and just like keep Yeah, especially in the playoffs. You, you need to stay healthy. Right. Um, and then for – was it last game? Uh, was it Corey Perry? Um, who was the um, – Who's the Montreal player with the eyes? Uh, Jeff Petrie. Jeff, Jeff Petrie, Petrie has an upper body injury, and due to it, there's like um, like blood blood in his eyes. It's crazy looking. It's nuts. We'll we'll throw a picture up for you guys to see, but it's just scary. And uh, his wife confirmed on Twitter. She's like, he's not in any pain. He's like, it's fine, but it's just gross just, looking. It, yeah, it looks bad. He's like, my kids were scared of me, and I just told them that I was gonna be a villain. You guys could be the superheroes. And- <laughs> <laughs> they all got along after that, but it's kind it's of creepy looking. It is. I thought something. <clears throat> so I missed that game. I had to watch the highlights, uh, but uh, it was all over Instagram. And I'm like, what the hell happened to him? Like the fact that like the picture of him too is kind of, I think it's him leaning on the, uh, on the bench. And I'm like, why is this guy leaning on the bench? He needs to like go into the locker room and yeah. like, get checked out. Like that's, <laughs> that does not look good. Yeah. It's just weird that he's not in any pain with it either. I feel like, my eyes would feel like, you know that, like, when you're sore in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah, and your and eyes, your eyes just feel, like, st- like sensitive to the touch. Right, exactly. Like, Ugh. I don't know. They're just beat red, just bloodshot, not looking good. But I don't know, man. Like, he can he can get through it. He can get through it. Yeah, He's got to be the nuts. big boy. Got to be the big boy. Um, so, uh, with this series going on, um, how are you feeling about your pick? Yeah, I think I think I got the right call here. I, I don't think Montreal is going to be able to get much further uh, with what they had. Uh, I think they Vegas beat Montreal last night or last game four to one, I believe. Right, game it was, two. It was the game one. Game one, they game beat them one, four to four one. To yeah. one. And I think uh, with you saying that, I think that my pick, I'm confident in my pick as well, which is Montreal. Where I like we talked about before this too is like this uh, these series right now they're. All these teams are seeing each other for the first time this entire season. So game one is, I wouldn't say is all of them filling each other out, but, you know, it is. Like, they might have had a rough game. Montreal might have had a rough game against them, but I feel like game two, and especially this game right now, uh, Canadians are back to looking like an all-around team. Uh, who Someone messed up here in Montreal and just gave the pass away. Yeah, and, it was uh, Saul behind the net, and he, like, grabbed the puck, and I think he thought the other defenseman was going to be there to grab it for him, but it was actually Roy. On um, on Vegas is it Wah? It's Wah, isn't it? I think it's Roy. It's Roy. Um, no, it's Roy. But he he just buried that. Like it was. Thank you. Top, Three assists. Top cheese to uh, Carey Price. But and I guess the way the Canadians have been playing too is in a matter of like a minute, minute and a half maybe they came back breakaway goal. Now it's tied up one one. Yeah, but their their shots right now are one for one for five Montreal. Mm-hmm. Vegas has taken twenty five shots on goal already. And they have Vegas has zero giveaways. Montreal has fifteen. Mm. So I don't know. I just think Vegas is going to outwork them big time here. Mm. And I don't. I don't see this going seven either, personally. I mean, there's only one way to find out. But one thing I've noticed too throughout this entire playoffs is <clears throat> I've talked about this before. Where you look at like the shot, uh, the shot clock. Uh, sorry, the um, the number of shots per team. And there are so many times where you saw a team with like. 45 shots on goal losing to a team with 22 shots on goal. Yeah. Like, it's almost looking at it and you're like, oh, it doesn't... I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but also at the same time, it's just like uh, you can't really base it off 
of shots, I guess, in, in these type of games. Like Montreal. And this could have – what are they at now? One for five. No, uh, what, there's the shot counter uh, right in the um, – One for five. They had five shots on goal. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Um, wow, even in the second period? Yep. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying, but five shots halfway through the game, ten shots a game, that's not going to get the job done. No, that's no, not. And they're home. Yeah. But the crowd's revved up now. That Cole Caulfield goal was really nice yeah, in the that, breakaway. that massive crowd in uh, Montreal right yeah. now is just kind of revved up. I don't even see a crowd, man. Oh, yeah, there we go. Are. I see some people right there. That's something I want to kind of look up. Like, how many fans can even be in there? 550. Oh, 550? Yeah, and they're all vaccinated frontline workers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um, remember the, uh, did we talk about Toronto? Yeah. Where we're yep. just like the, I think the, they got free jerseys and they were still like. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I feel like after that game when they lost, I think the, some of the workers just like left their jerseys. Like, no shit. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> Toronto leaving in Toronto fashion. Even, even the healthcare workers are just like, nah, you can, you can keep these First round exit too, man. That's just embarrassing for Toronto. That sucks. It's bad. It, it just doesn't look good. Um. So one thing I did want to talk about too, I guess we're going to jump from this series to the next is Tampa Bay. Um, me and a coworker of mine, he's way ahead of whatever the hell we're talking about. He's already talking about like postseason signings and trades and stuff. And I'm like, we're not, we're not we're not there yet. We still have the playoffs going on. But what he did find out, uh, what he did tell me was that Tampa Bay Lightning are like. Like, they have to make moves in the playoffs because I think they're negative five mil in the cap space. Like, yeah, this year was a lot of playing the game, the numbers game, when it comes to the cap because you can send someone down to the taxi squad and free up some money just to, like, get by for the season. But right. next year it's going to be very different. It's going to look very different. This this team is going to look very different next, next, next season. Sorry. I don't know about very different, but I think there's going to be a few moves. There's going to be a few big moves. Um... <sighs> And I'll be curious to see what they do because there's so many good plays. Like, who would you move? Brain, like, Brain Point, Steven Stamkos. Like, there's so many, like, top-end guys. You could sell just, so like, high on point right now, oh but my that God, would leave yeah. such a uh, a hole in your lineup, I it, feel like. Exactly. So it's going to be – yeah, I'm going to be very fucking curious. And then we also have uh, um, the Kraken, which is July 21st, right, mm-hmm. for the expansion draft. So – that's, that, a, that's also an easy way to offload some contracts. Any contract you don't like, you say, hey, we know that this guy is like a huge star, but we right. don't want his contract anymore. Right. You don't protect him, and you see if Seattle picks him up. And if not, now, you know, if not, then you could still make some moves happen, but it also frees up some room right. if they do pick him up. Exactly. Uh, so definitely, I can't wait to get into that. I think uh, postseason, it'll be, be a lot of like numbers games for each team, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be very interesting to see. And uh, by the time we get into it, too, uh, I think the exp- expansion draft uh, will have already happened. So we'll kind of already have kind of some knowledge about what uh, all the teams are looking at or um, how their um, cap space, their salary cap is. Yeah. Tell you what, I couldn't do that job, man. General manager and determining all these like how much this guy's worth how long we sign him for I, I you know can't. making all the numbers work there's no it's way insane. you have to be a huge math guy mm. and you also got to work with the players too be like hey like i want this amount and no like, you uh, work with the agents yeah that's right sorry yeah. agents and be like that makes it so much easier yeah so then you're not pissing off your own player you know what i mean right and just talk about brain point uh again for the tempe lightning he's leading the team in goals uh in this and uh, the playoffs right now with 11 
And then coming in second is Alex Killorn with six. So he's making a big difference right now in the uh, playoffs. I mean, Brain Point last game, was it last night? Um, he got that sick goal against um, – um, sorry, I'm – Varlamov? On Varlamov there, yeah. He was kind of just like – he kind of dove. Yeah, um, he was getting pushed to the ground in front of the net and just – just whipped, the whipped thing. it, yeah, pretty yeah. much right five hole through Valamov. So he's been a huge pot of uh, Tampa Lightning in the playoffs here. Uh, Stamkos uh, again with five. I mean, this is another team that just they're getting it from so many guys. Um, I mean, there's, there's a few guys here that just like you know you wish they could contribute more. You got Ryan McDonough, Eric uh, Cernak. Even um, Cernak though, he's got seven assists. That's very good. Oh yeah, true. What about uh, Mikhail Sergachev? Yeah, Sergachev's not yeah. looking so hot, but he's a defenseman, right? I believe. Yeah, I might be wrong in that. That's embarrassing. Um, but no, he, he's a young guy, and uh, I think that uh, the Islanders are smart about the way that they yeah, do he's things. A defenseman, sorry. The Islanders are smart about the way they do things. Like I feel like for Boston. They targeted certain players and, like, shut them down, got them thinking. You know what I mean? Right. And I think they're doing the same thing with um, some of the Lightning's top performers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I still I still like my fi- yeah, my pick for Tampa. Um, and it, it's going exactly how I said in the last episode it was going to go. Like, the Bruins, again, weren't that healthy. Uh, they just – Islanders were just able to kind of fly right – I wouldn't say fly right through them, but, like, looked a lot better in front of them, but – Tampa is just like this. Oh, my God. He just fucking hit him into the open doors at the bench. That is brutal. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that didn't look good. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I think that Tampa has their hands full with the Islanders, but I don't think that they're, you know, worried yet. No, not, not at all. And to I guess to dive into the New York Islanders there, too. Their fourth line is fucking awesome. Clutterbuck, Sezikis, and who am I missing? There's one more. Matt Martin. Matt have, Martin's a big boy. I have it up, yeah. He, he fought um, Pat Maroon the other night, too. That was a good tilt. I mean, three top dudes right here, too. Like, you, you've been seeing a lot of Matt Martin as of late. He's been that guy to get in people's faces and shit. Like, like exactly what you said. And you need that guy in the playoffs. You need that guy to step up for the uh, for the guys who are scoring on the team. The You know, the kind of small guys. Yeah. Uh, Shizikas and Cal Clutterbuck. I think Shizikas is actually UFA at the end of the season, so uh, this will be another team that will be interested to see what the hell they do. But uh, I guess the first line, uh, well, yeah, Komarov, Barzell, and Eberle. Uh, I didn't realize uh, Eberle was first line for some reason. Is he like? Yeah, he's usually up there. I think Nick Letty's usually up there too, right? Nick Letty's been out injured. Uh, where's Nick Letty? Oh yeah, he's out. In- so he's not. He's not there. Yeah, he's out injured. He's not. He's not there. Yeah, that Paul Mary, Zajac, and um, Pajot line's really nice too. It's unbelievable. They're just like I said. I think these are the four deepest teams in the league right now. Right. Uh, so to go back to the Islanders here. So who are we talking about? Um, Nick Letty. Oh, I was talking about Nick Letty, and then I was uh, Barzell with like five goals. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck with four. Oh, here we go. Jordan Eberle with three goals here. I mean, top blind guy. Uh, three goals, seven assists. So he's like he's definitely been that like that playmaker and scores ever so often. So I mean, deserving of uh, being in the top line, kind of like a playmaker kind of guy for yep. the first line. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but uh, let's see if we want to dive into. I guess while we're here, we can dive into the. Um, we'll dive into the Vegas in Montreal as we're uh, watching the game here. So 
Uh, want to talk about the fourth line here? Fourth line here sucks. I think this is probably the, the weakest line in the league right now. Ryan Reeves hasn't done too much. Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not too much. I don't know. And then what do you say the third line here? Dylan Sakura, Nicholas Roy, and uh, Matthias Yenmark. Yeah, I mean, that one's good. Yeah. Um, and then second and first line is where everything's at. So Riley Smith, William Carlson, Jonathan Moshiso. And then Max Pacioretty, Alex Tuck, Mark Stone, man. Like those two lines – you must have heard you must hear those names for the announcers at least 10 15 times they're always on the ice they're always getting the puck they're always doing something uh those are the like top two lines but yeah you're right when you go to when you see this and go back to the new york islanders it's just line to line to line to line like yeah and i think that's why montreal's having not an easier time but they they can shut down those top two lines and now it's a lot easier of a game to deal with because their fourth lines just outwork fourth and third line on Montreal is going to outwork and beat Vegas skill wise. Oh yeah, they they they've come out of nowhere. Uh, fourth line is uh, Joel Armia, Eric Stahl, and Corey Perry. And then you got the third line: Paul Byron, Jesperi Kakin, uh, sorry Kakiniemi, and Josh Anderson. I mean, this is another over like all around team here too. Second line: Tyler Toffoli, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield. Or I like what you said, Cole Caulfield. Yeah, that was nice, huh? Philip Philip Deneau too. Uh, I think a few minutes ago, seven for nine on faceoff, seventy-seven point eight percent this game. That's awesome, fucking insane, huh? dude. That's first line, and then right next to him is uh, Terry Lekkinen and Brendan Gallagher. Um, I've always hated Gallagher for some reason. He's just kind of been like this pain in the ass, but he's he's really shown his uh, colors as of late. Uh, yeah, so so that first line, I mean, like I just said, Tal Toffoli, man, he's third line and still up there in goals again all around. And you're getting it, you're getting it from guys that are just again fourth third line guys that are just helping out. And you need that. You can't be stuck. Being like, all right, we need these first and second line guys to help us out and just leave the third and fourth just like, I don't know, play some defense or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess with that said, I think you could talk about, I think we talk about like the depth in these, uh, especially from the line combinations, uh, the depth with these teams, just, just looking at them. Nick Letty is back in the lineup. What an asshole. And he's a defenseman. He's a defenseman. So I'm an idiot. I'm just looking at that too. I'm like, oh, there he is. Um, oh, it's Anders Lee is who I'm thinking of. He's out injured. He's their captain, I believe. Oh, okay, yep. I think it says so right here, right? Injuries, yeah, Anders Lee, Johnny Manchuk, and uh, Oliver Wallstrom uh, both out. He's Oliver Wallstrom's day of the day. Um, but what did I want to say here? Yeah, it's just you can see these lines and just see the depth. I think after watching hockey like for the entire season – uh, all you have to do is just see the names and like not even the stats and be like, okay, here's the depth, here's here's where everything's coming from. Um, but it's just it's interesting to see Islanders have like this kind of depth, and I'm still like Tampa is gonna take this for sure. So we'll jump into Tampa here. So their fourth line is Patrick Moon. Tyler Johnson and Ross Colton. For the third line, it's Barclay Goodrow, Yanni Good, and Blake Coleman. Second line is Alex Killorn, Anthony Sorelli, and Steven Samkos. And then the first line is holy shit, Andre Palat, Brain Point, and Niki- uh, sorry, Nikita Kucherov. Like another all around team. Yet they're playing so much better somehow 
would you say better or would you say just a little better than the Islanders right now? Uh, I would say just a little better. I think that the Islanders know their game. They're coached very well by Barry Trotz. They're they're willing to put it all on the line. They remind me a lot of uh, a team coached by Tortorella, just the way that they all buy in and mm-hmm. do their thing. Um, but I think that overall Tampa Bay is just – they've been there, they've done this, uh, and I think the bond that they have after last year being in the bubble and getting through all the shit that they had to go through last year and you know being there now. Right. I think that's really what separates them from the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not much going on this week, um, hockey wise. Uh, like, there's not 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 much. Like when you look at like OHL news and stuff. Uh, still, Ty Curry is like the uh, talk of the town. Um, toward like the end of the playoffs, yeah. So not much going on with hockey. So. Uh, but some big news coming out from the NHL. You got the NHL awards coming out ever so often. Not all the awards are out. Um, there's an award coming out in two days from now, and then the majority of them come out. Uh, I think the day of the Stanley Cup uh, finals game, right? Yeah, I yep. think so. Yeah. But uh, I do want to jump into, I guess, head coaches here. So one I do want to jump into is. Sorry. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm gonna die here. Um, sorry, I had him right here. Oh, sorry. Uh, Gerard Gallant will be the next coach for the Rangers, who replaces David Quinn, who was fired on May 12th. Remember the Rangers? Like, uh, it's funny when I read this, and I'm like, oh, the Rangers are a good team. And then, like, I was looking back out at notes, like throughout like this whole season and the podcast. I'm like, oh, the Rangers had like a rough. Go yeah, they had a fucking season. terrible year. They're, terrible they're not a good team year. right now. They are too young, and you know they they need a good solid coach like Gerard Gallant. And if there's anyone that can build the team up from nothing, it's him. It's that, him. You saw him, what he did in Vegas. You know, right? It's it's unbelievable. So for his record in head coaching, he started as a head coach with the Columbus Blue Jackets back in 03 to 07. Uh, I mean, they finished fourth in Central, third, and then he was fired in Columbus in 2007, and then kind of just. Would you say got up from there, like figured things out? He got to Florida in 2015, 2016, and got them first in the Atlantic. Uh, and then, you know, 2016, 2017 left. <clears throat> no, it was such a shock when he was fired there. I did not expect that to happen. No, too. me either. But you take a Florida team, 2015, 2016, you take a Florida Panther team like the way they were then and somehow get them first in the Atlantic. That's that's a big move right there. And then he, and then after he leaves, he goes to the Vegas Golden Knights, 2017, 2018, when they first uh, – that's when they first entered yeah, the league, right? their inaugural season. And as soon as they enter the league, he comes in as, as the head coach. He gets them first in the Pacific. Uh, he gets them to the Stanley Cup Finals, one. And then the next year, 2018-2019, he gets them third in the Pacific. Uh, they lost in the first round of the San Jose Sharks. And then – you got those two years that are just great, but somehow 2019-2020 season, he gets fired. I That's kind of a weird move, but, you know, at the same time, they picked up a, another great coach here for Vegas, but I think this will be a great pickup for uh, uh, for the Rangers because I think we're talking about – was it this team we are talking about with head coaches where I was like, what if John Tortorella, like, Goes back because wasn't there talk about Tortorella like leaving uh, Columbus? Yeah, oh, he, he's oh. not re-signing in Columbus this season, right? And then who's the who's the other one? Mike uh, Babcock Mike doing Babcock uh, television. Doing it. 
But uh, I thought that this signing was perfect because uh, can you imagine Mike Babcock signing with the Rangers? Be like, dude, the players would just want to leave. It's like it's exactly with um, uh, John Tortorella. Like, I guess this coaching style is just players don't want to do it. Yeah. I think they both know that they're done. I think Tortorello will land on his feet somewhere, but I, I think they both know that their their shit isn't working anymore. Yeah, it's and I think it started with. Uh, do I want to say started with them or even before them? I, I'm thinking like the whole Bobrovsky and uh, was it Felino? Who's uh, was it Felino that they went down to Florida Panthers just to have a conversation? No, like a Panarin. Meeting. Oh, Panarin. Yeah, they went down, and I think that was like the big telltale. That was like something's going on, and uh, something's going on in Columbus. No, I mean it's always been a thing. I think it's like just been known that. I mean, we talk about this every week. I feel like the players don't want to be there, but <laughs> you're right. But you know, it's, we're not lying. It's all. Uh, I mean, and, and with John Tortorella gone, like. Who are they going to pick up? Yeah, I think they need a whole a whole culture, culture change too. Right, exactly. Uh, so we're going to move on from uh, Gallant here, and we'll definitely see what he does with the team uh, next season. Uh, and one thing I did want to bring up, even though uh, we we're talking about this, and I do – so I don't hate Carolina Hurricanes, but, like, I just don't like their – what do we call them? The, um, what do you call them? Oh, the Storm Surge. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it at all. I've, I've, I have shit on it in the past. But their head coach, Rod Brindamore, is so deserving of this re-signing. He signed another three-year contract with Carolina. And I thought the coolest thing, especially for a coach in his position, I think that I think it screams, I think this screams, I want to be here and I want to do my job and I want to do my job right. Because uh, the signing was delayed. <clears throat> With the Hurricanes because he wanted to ensure his coaching and support staff would all return with him. Plus, he felt he could have the most success by staying in Raleigh. Oh, Raleigh, right? Uh, rather than leaving for another team. I, I think that screams like, I want to be here, but just you give me the guys to make this team what I want it to be. I think he knows that they have something good going there in that, yeah, it was disappointing what happened this year, but if we come back with the same group next year, I think that we can give it another shot and have a real good kick at the can, you know? Right, exactly. And not to mention that this week also, um, Rod Brindamore won the Jack Adams Award for uh, Best Coach of the Season. So, uh, I mean, that screams that screams it right there. Uh, as of right now, he, did, he signed a three-year extension, but we don't know how much. It wasn't disclosed. But I think that's a great signing for the team. Uh I, I can't see the team. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, no, I was gonna say I. I was gonna say I can't see the team getting worse, but that doesn't make any sense. I. I, I can see the team getting progressively better with him as a head coach. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. Um, so, uh, congrats to Rob Brandenmore for winning the Jack Adams Trophy and getting that signing. Uh, we're gonna see him again, definitely. I. I feel. Uh, next season in the playoffs, and I think they'll have a better push than they did um, next season. Depending on what their postseason looks like, with like I don't know, I get postseason's uh, over. Uh, I'm no, I'm thinking like um, oh, sorry, uh, not postseason, but like after playoffs, mm. what, what it looks like with uh, their signings and what they have to do as a team. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to see what they do. Uh, I think Nedeljkovic and Mirazek 
seem to be the goal is to go to. Um, I think they need another one. I think you need to groom Nadelkovic more and get a different veteran in there. Um, I, I think Morazic's time is basically done, in yeah, my opinion. Right. That's just me. I, I feel like Morazic got burnt out in Detroit because he was like, Detroit was just this. Detroit was just this team that was like, just, hey, goalie, get in there and stop all the shots because there's. They, they weren't like that when he was there, though, because he, he just came over, what, two years ago? Yeah. It was this year and the year before that they weren't too good. I think four years ago was the first time they missed playoffs for the first time in like 30 years. So, But I, I think, I think obviously, he wanted out and they said okay. You yeah, know? it's like, I'm, I'm done. But he's been playing great for Carolina. But um, so uh, with the talk of uh, the Jack Adams Award for Rod Brindamore, we also have a few awards that happened this week. <clears throat> Rattle them off. I'll be right back. All right, I'll do it. Uh, so the Toronto Maple Leafs forward Austin Matthews won the Maurice Rocket Rashad Trophy with 41 goals during this regular season. Uh, Edmonton's Connor McDavid won the Art Ross Trophy with the NHL's best 105 points. Dude, McDavid was a god. I remember, like, um, like I, I was paying attention to him like in the middle of the season, and I was like, damn, he's doing real good. But it wasn't just like toward the end where uh, I think the NHL brought up like his points this season. I'm like, holy shit. And 105 points? I wonder if I, wonder if I could look it up. Like, uh, is there uh, – probably there's no way to look it up right now. But I don't know who's close. To, I, I honestly don't know who has – well, let's see. I might be able to look it up here while Chris is fucking – uh, NHL uh, most points by player, most points in a season by player, right? I got this dead air right now, dead air. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh wait, go back. I want Rose, buddy. I want Rose because Connor McDavid's definitely on here. Obviously, the first thing you see is uh, Wayne. Gre- oh my God, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. Um. All right, so. Uh, I lied. I'm sticking like, holy shit. So 109. Po- oh, he's not even on this list. Holy shit, huh? Dude, I thought like, I mean, Conor McDavid had like a, a great season. I thought he had one of the best seasons I think the NHL saw, but apparently not. I didn't even look this up. He's not even in the 50, man. The 50 is his. Are you talking about four. this year? I'm talking about this year, man. Yeah, How- he has no chance of making this list. There were only 52 games this season. I'm just finding out about this. But 105 points in just 52 games yeah. is huge. It, it's, it is massive. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, holy shit. 215 points in one season. Oh, my God. Dude. Goat right here. Goat. And then Mary Lemieux. And then goat shit. And then Mary Lemieux. Wayne Gretzky. Well, I learned something new today. But um, yeah. With that said, like yeah, he had a, he had a great he had a great season. You can't you can't say he didn't. Uh, he scored twenty one more points than the number two guy on the list, which is his teammate Leon Drysaddle. So both of them are doing fantastic. Matthews and McDavid are also up for the Hart Trophy, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, the Golden Knights goalie tandem Flurry and Robin Leonard snagged the 2021 William M. Jennings Trophy with for the fewest goals against, which is 124. It marked the first time Flurry won the award. Leonard won it uh, back in 2019 with Thomas Grice for the Islanders. Uh, another award that happened this week, or was it last week? I think it was this week, was uh, the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. 
It's awarded to the player who shows leadership on and off the ice uh, and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution to the community. And it was Pekka Rene. The finalists were uh, Curtis Gabriel from the Sharks uh, and P.K. Subban from New Jersey Devils uh, beside him, but Pekka Rene got it. Um, and then we have the Bill Masterson Trophy here too. So uh, awarded to the player for... Sorry, who best exemplifies the qualities of uh, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey as voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Uh, you have the finalists that was Matt Dummer from the Wild, Oscar Lindblom from the Flyers, and Patrick Malo from the Sharks, and Oscar Lindblom got it. Um, and we'll be finding out more. And again, Rod Brennamore got the Jack Adams Award. Uh, actually, we found out that uh, the Selkie Trophy, um, voted uh, so voted on by the PHWA, this trophy is awarded to the Angels' best defensive forward. And we found out that uh, Alexander Barkov from the Florida Panthers got it. Uh, next to him in the running was Patrice Bergeron and Mark Stone. And then we're waiting on – actually, that's tomorrow, right? Saturday we'll find out. Yeah, it's kind of cool. They're doing them like day by day. Day by day. It's pretty cool. So tomorrow, which today's Friday, so tomorrow's uh, Saturday, June 19th, we'll find out who wins the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy. The Lady Bing finalist are, is Austin Matthews, Jacob Slavin, and Jared Spurgeon from the Wild. Uh, the Lady Bing Trophy was is awarded to the player who combines sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct with a high level of play, as voted on by the PHWA. Uh, if uh, playoffs were in consideration for that, I would say Austin Matthews should definitely win that. Did you see uh, when the series was going on with Montreal and Toronto, and the Montreal players are like grabbing him, like face washing him? He's just sitting there smiling, like laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So funny. <laughs> definitely should get that now. Um, actually, so this will be a good little, um, move here. So I think I'll do that last. Uh, no, no, I'll do it now. So the Calder, so for the Calder Memorial Trophy, it's awarded to Angel's best rookie. Uh, the finals is Kirill Kaprizov, Alex Delkovich, and Jason, uh, Jason Robertson from the Dallas Stars. Uh, I do want to get back into Kirill Kaprizov. Actually, you know, we'll t- we can talk about him now since we're, uh, we're talking about him. Uh, there is talk about him Great year for Minnesota. One of the best goal, one of the best um, players on the team. Would you say? Yeah, I think Bill Guerin, the GM, really came in and turned the whole organization around. And Kirill Kaprizov was a huge addition, and he was like part of the culture changing there. Right. Oh, they're gonna add more to that. No. Nope. There you go. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I got there. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, there was talk about him not coming back. Um, he there was talk about him signing with uh, Siska in the KHL. Yeah, Siska in the KHL, which I found shocking, man. Like you just kind of lit it up here in the NHL and was like, all right, time to move on to the KHL. Yeah, it, he hasn't decided yet, and they said that the talks have gone cold, which I think is him just like, you know, it's the offseason, I'm going to worry about me first and go back home to Russia and check check shit out. That's, um, I think that he can make a lot more money over in Russia with Siska, right. but, you know, like, after the year he had here, I don't know why he wouldn't come back to the NHL. But I don't know why he own. wouldn't, but uh, what I want to say uh, to that too is, what if he's like, Homesick. He's still a young kid. Uh, we talked about him before. Uh, Kirill the Thrill, that episode where uh, in, there is a document. I wouldn't say documentary. There's a half hour um, thing on him from the Minnesota Wild YouTube page. And uh, we're talking about the language barriers where he's a young kid just still trying to like learn English. Yeah. And like he's just 
the, all the players are like gathered around, like on their knees, you know, just talking about the plays and shit. And Carell's just standing up, like holding onto a stick, kind of looking around because, like, doesn't he, know what they're he saying. Doesn't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> so I don't know if this is just him saying, like, I, I kind of want to go home to the people who speak my language, mm. who I'm more comfortable with. You know, I don't know if that's it. Especially with COVID, man, this has been for for a brand new kid, for a young kid to come over here and just start like an entire new life by himself in like the professional hockey league, uh, play the way he did, and but like can't really get into. Um, so what I'm looking for, like with the language barrier and everything, and then you also have COVID nineteen, which it turned everything upside down last year. Like it didn't, it wasn't a normal year. It it just it kind of sh- like so what I'm looking for, like it shut everything down. It made people like realize like I mi- like you miss all this, like even the stuff you hated. You're just like, oh man, like I wish I was doing that. And I don't know, I don't know if that was his thinking throughout this, saying like. Man, I'd rather be home right now, especially like, especially with COVID, where you want to be with like your family members for stuff like this. You want to be close to them, and I don't know if that was, I don't know. It, it I, I, if he goes, I would be interested to know what his. I mean, I don't think he would even come out and say it, but like, I'd be interested to know what his uh, mindset was to come over, because it's not like he's like this third line fourth line kid who just came in and go to khl because we didn't even talk about this he's this like first second line kid who just lit it up in the league rookie year who's on his way to get a call to memorial trophy he's in the fucking top three and uh he's like yeah i'm kind of done here i want to go to the khl he's gonna win it man honestly he's 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 won it definitely right um i think that it's gonna be heartbreak for minnesota wild and their fans if he doesn't come back but it also makes me think like I wonder which league is actually better, the KHL or the NHL. Because you see, he you lit, see up, he lit goal, up the yeah. KHL, and then he comes over in the NHL and lights it up too. So it's like, what do you think? What do you, you think, know? yeah. You know, I don't know too much about the KHL, like play-wise and everything. I don't know either. I've seen videos too where uh, even the KHL, I remember like mid-COVID, it's like, what was it, March or April of last year? That's when it started, yeah. And KHL, like I was seeing, like just brand new games, and the like the crowds are just still packed. Like the arenas are like still packed. Like it didn't even exist over there. Uh, players are having like a grand old time. So I don't know. Is it better over there? I don't know. Is it better here? I don't know. It, it could be just again. It could be just Caprizo being like. Uh, I think I would just want to go home for a bit and maybe touch up on English while I'm playing there. So when I come back, I'm more comfortable at where I am. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, see what he decides. Um, so to move on from that, uh, we're going to go back to the trophies here. So the, for the Hart Memorial Trophy, it's awarded to the player deemed most valuable to their team, um, which the finalists are Nathan McKinnon from the Avalanche, Austin Matthews, and Connor McDavid. Uh, three big names here. I I, I feel like Connor McDavid's going to get this. What's, uh, what's your thoughts on this? I think it's going to be Nathan McKinnon because um, – Colorado did a lot better. Um, sorry, a lot better than Edmonton this year. Mm-hmm. I think that Connor McDavid is a lot like Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl are a lot like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. And when one of them is out, the other one steps their game up and, and is huge. So McDavid missed some games this year, I think, or Draisaitl did. I forget. I but remember. either way, I think McKinnon just in general, like around all season, lit the lamp. President's Trophy winners. I think it's McKinnon by like a hair. Okay. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I think it will be by hair with all these three players too. Austin Matthews is always, but does is this just for the seat? Yeah, these are all regular season. Just regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin Matthews was just. I mean, all three of these players are fa- fantastic. So I think this is, and it's deemed most ba- valuable to their team too. Mm-hmm. So get so that's take like that, that year that Taylor Hall won on the Devils when the Devils were terrible, right. but he was the MVP because he basically was the New Jersey Devils. Right. You know exactly. Um, so that will be announced uh, during the Stanley Cup final. Uh, so for the James Norris Memorial Trophy, uh, the trophy goes to the NHL's top defenseman. And we got your boy who we talked about, uh, I think one of the beginning episodes here too, uh, Adam Fox uh, from the Rangers, uh, Victor Hedman, and Kale McCarr. Adam Fox was uh, who we were talking about with um, the three saves. Do you remember him? Yeah, he's definitely going to win. And you nailed it. Well, you said something about, he's like, yeah, he's uh, – you said something about getting a. He's going to be like the best. No, something about like an award he's going to get. Yeah, was like this that. one? It, oh, is this? Yeah, one? I said that he would. Win and this. you nailed it. I think he's still going to win it too. I hope he does. Um, so that will be announced for the Stanley Cup final. Then we got the Ted Lindsay Award. Uh, this award is given to the player deemed most valuable to the team, as voted on by members on the NHL Players Association. Uh, the finalist for that is Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews again, and Connor McDavid. Uh, this will again be announced during the Stanley Cup final. Uh, and then we got so for the Vesna. We already covered the Vesna we last week Vesna, too. Yep. So, uh, so all that. So the majority of everything we just talked about that wasn't announced. Besides, uh, oh, okay, no, sorry, the. The Lady Bing is going to be announced tomorrow, Saturday. So I will have, for the edit, uh, I'll, I'll put that on the bottom here uh, to show you guys who won that. And then the winner for, uh, no, that's it. So everything else is the Stanley Cup final after that. So um, this, is a, this is a fun time just to see, like, uh, so didn't they do the NHL awards where – not yet. The award ceremonies after the Stanley Cup's all done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they want all the players to be able to be there. To you know? be there, yeah. That's what was confusing me too. I don't remember seeing this like ever so like day to day. Like here's the here's the winner. For some reason, I don't remember that. I just remember like watching the uh, award ceremony and just like oh, here's the, the award goes to this. this yeah, player. I think it'd be cooler if they announced it like on the spot. Like everybody goes there and like they don't know who's gonna win it, you know, and then then all of a sudden just yeah. like yeah, here we go. Yeah, I think that would be a lot cooler. Right, hell yeah. Um, so, um, so we're gonna move on from that, and we're gonna talk about this absolute lad over here. Uh, if you don't know who he is or who I'm talking about, it's Dallas Stars defenseman Stephen Johns. He announced his retirement from ice hockey uh, last week. Right? Was yeah. it? Yeah, it was last week. Um, so what he's going to do is he's going to rollerblade across the country to raise, raise awareness for mental illness. He said it all started when he watched a music video featuring the singer walking across the country. I would walk country. 500 miles. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's crazy. Uh, John, sorry. It was crazy. John said, but it's what I wanted to do. I had something I wanted to do. So it's cool as shit to see. I just... It's it was such a curveball when I read this. Like, just a hockey player. It's like I'm gonna retire and roll blade across the country. He's to... not the first one to do this either. There's I think there's something called Blade Blade Gang. Blade and there's a couple Gang of them. or something like that. Yeah, and I think they went to UMass Boston and did this too. Oh really? Yeah, I no think shit. so. 
Uh, so this is cool shit. I um, I hope to hear more about how how everything's going. So um, so former Stars employee Jeff Totes is actually accompanying Johns in his journey. He's going to be shooting footage to make a documentary on the journey. So we'll be seeing stuff. And but the story has already begun to pick up attention. Sorry, pick up attention on social media. Johns has already been recognized by one person due to his initial post. Maybe I was always meant to be more than a hockey player, John said. Uh, maybe this is just how I have an impact. So you know, you want to do it? That's 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 great. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> rollerblading across the country, just like I don't know. It, it seems people like are doing it. I don't, I don't get it. It seems weird to me, but I, I'm glad he's doing. I'm I'm glad he's raising awareness from mental illness. I think this is just a weird way of doing it. But is he actually rollerblading across the country? Yeah. That's what the other guys are doing, too. I can't wait to see this documentary. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be so interesting. His legs, man. Yeah, they're going to hurt. It's gonna they're going to hurt. hurt. Better pack some ice. <laughs> Stopping at all ice. the liquor stores along the way. <laughs> Just to get through. Um, so, what else do we have here? I don't think we're, uh, we're finishing up here. Oh, so actually, I wanted to talk about the Canadians real quick. <clears throat> Uh, we didn't talk about this. Oh, did we? Fuck. I don't know. I'm going to say it again if I didn't say it. So the Canadians, well, we talked about this streak of uh, the leading streak, or what's the what's the not leading? I don't know. We talked about it last week. Yeah, but it finally ended. Uh, the streak ended at 447 minutes and 8 seconds uh, without, oh, here we go, without trailing, uh, placing them second in the longest time in the playoffs. First is... The Canadians, so I mean, nice, 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 nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, it, it's they had a fucking run and a half, huh? And this, this all started with like them three and down three and one, and they're just like, all right, well, time to knock Toronto out. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's looking for obscure sports to watch this weekend or this week or this month, actually, uh, I mentioned the PLL before. That's still going on. Um, the U.S. Open is this weekend for the PGA. If anyone's interested in golf, Matt and I are getting after it tomorrow. Going to go hit some balls at Strawberry Valley. Killing it. And then um, the other thing that's going on, I think it started on the 17th of June. Um, and it's actually, no, it's got to be sooner than that. Maybe like the 12th. Excuse me. Going on for like a month. It's uh, the Euro Cup. It's one of soccer's biggest events, and it's like all the countries around the world. They're all they're all playing and competing. That's there was awesome. actually a player that collapsed on the field. I think he had like a heart attack. Really? And they uh, they stretched him off, and I think he's doing okay now. But scary stuff at that. But uh, this uh, this tournament's huge. So anyone that wants something new to watch, and what's interesting too, they're playing at night, and it's in Europe. But since it's at night in Europe, it's like. 8 a.m., 9 a.m. here. So, like, if you need something to watch in the mornings, on oh, weekends, crazy. even during the week, it's it's like 30 straight days of soccer. So, reminds me of the Olympics. A few, uh, was it two years ago? The Olympics, where you could wake up at like five in the morning and there'll be like some Olympic yeah. thing going on. Yep. Where was it? It was a. Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Yeah. It's not it Japan. Was it was um, Sochi. Oh, and Sochi. No, that was that was a few years back. I forget Brazil. I think it was Brazil. Was it Brazil? Yeah. yeah. It was cool as shit to see. Like you'd wake up and, well, for me, I'd be waking up. For work, and you'd think it's a rerun, but it's actually going on. And then you get home from work, and they're starting it up again. Yeah, and you you really think it's a rerun because it's like five a.m. and the, like obviously it looks like it's daylight there, right. or dark there, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what the hell is this? Yeah, that's actually happening. Um, so uh, I think we're gonna call it uh, for tonight. But uh, one thing I did want to bring up 
Um, I guess on a somber note to end this episode. Nice word. Nice word. You like that? Yeah, good job. Um, so on my Instagram, uh, I was trying to promote him to, and this is the beginning. So I'm on a, I'm on an app called Nine Gag, if anyone knows. And one of the one of the guys posted and tried to get this kid up. So uh, his YouTube channel is called Cool King Logan. Uh, so he he's been bad he's been he was battling cancer and his goal it's kind of his life goal was to just be a youtube star and at the time when i found out about it he only had 60,000 uh subs but he just wanted to be like this big youtuber and so with 9gag and the community someone put it up and we just started spreading it across. I was trying to put it up on my Instagram to get it going. And as of now, he's got 131,000 subscribers. So, and all like all the fans and everything and the comments too, are just like, they're all pro, like they're just great people. Uh, but unfortunately he, uh, he passed away, um, two days ago. Shit. It's he passed away two days ago. Um, it's rough he, for a kid his age too. I think he was 12, 13. Um, for a kid his age to like, I don't know how to say it. Like, he would po- he would always keep everyone updated too because he knew the community that he had was just a bunch of people who kid. So like, he won't post anything, and then like, even when he wasn't feeling well, he'd post something on YouTube and be like, "Hey, sorry, I wasn't posting." Like, and he'll come out and be like. Hey, like I have these headaches. Like I, this this medicine that I'm taking is not making me feel well. But I do want to say, like, hey, like I'm I'm doing the best I can. Like you know, uh, thank you all for like subscribing to me. Like I thank you for all making me this big. And uh, um, so it, uh, if you go back, you can watch all his videos. Are still there, but um, yeah, again, unfortunately, he passed away. So I do want to say rest in peace, buddy. Like it's been great watching all your content for as long as. Uh, I've subbed to you and found you. So if you do want to see any of his content, uh, definitely look up Cool King Logan. Uh, just a great kid all around and uh, just unfortunate. Um, cancer just fucking sucks, man. But um, again, unfortunately, with America's, uh, our healthcare system is absolute fucking garbage and their family is having a. Uh, hard time with all the medical bills and there's a GoFundMe to help them out and a lot of the fans have pitched in I've pitched in to help out too with the bills and so I'll, if if you care or want uh, I'll have the link for the GoFundMe down below and uh, I'll also have his link to his YouTube down below too to check him out and uh, give him a subscription I'm sure uh, he'll be looking down and enjoying everyone watching his uh, videos and um I know it ends on a somber note, but uh, I think for these nips, uh, I'm going to do the nip for uh, Logan here. Yeah, this one goes out to Logan. This one goes out to Logan, buddy. What do you got today? I got um, peppermint schnapps. I have 99 butterscotch. I only got a couple more of these, thank Christ. <laughs> uh, what What do you have left? Water it's, ready. It's peach. I gave pineapple you ready. peach and pineapple, so you should... It's not that bad. It's not that good either, bud. <laughs> Cheers. This is to you, Logan. Rest in peace, buddy.
feel like I just drank <clears throat> Listerine. Those are good, though. I, li- they, I like they, peppermint shots. They're good. Uh, did I ever tell you about Germany? <clears throat> At all? Did, did I ever talk to you about, like, the beers there? Yeah. Did I ever say it on here? I don't think so. How fucking hammered I was. So me and my girlfriend went down uh, to Munich a few years ago. <clears throat> down to music. We went to Europe, and we went to Munich a few years ago. And um, so we call we in Munich that clock tower, like everyone knows from Munich. Inside, there's this um, restaurant that we loved called the Ratzkeller, and I can't wait to go back. The food was so good. But when you're in Germany, and uh, you got to do what Germany does, and that's bear. I'm not a big bear guy, as you know, but that bear was in incredible and it comes in like the steins that are like this big and you're looking over seeing like these germans just like just chugging them almost chugging them basically going like two or three at a time and just like just laughing like calm so i got my first one and i'm drinking it i'm like this is fantastic this is the best beer i've ever had and that's not saying much because i don't have much beer but um you sit in there you have like the pretzels you have the food and shit and uh, I remember finishing it, and you know, I'm sitting down the entire time, by the way. And I'm just just one, by the way. And this is a guy who just, like, drinks the hard alcohol. And I remember the waiter comes around, and they don't offer dessert in Germany. Do you know that? They come around and be like, schnapps, like, that's the oh, yeah, dessert. Yep. And I was like, thank, thank fucking God I said no. Because I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember I got the bill and I, money's king there. So I gave him the money and uh, I tip him. I tip everyone in Germany. It's not, tipping is not really a big thing in Germany. Like when I was tipping the waitresses, like they had, they were confused. I'm like, no, you, you keep that. And they're just so happy they got it, which is funny to me. But um, I remember getting up after that one bear and I could not make it home. Like, I had to lean on Tara and, like, That's walk awesome. back to the hotel we were at. But Did she have one? Yeah. And she was good? And she was good for some wow. reason. <laughs> but she had, like, the they called the lady and the gentleman's. Oh, okay. And the ladies was like this. It was the gentleman's was like this. So uh, she wasn't as bad. But um, I, I finally got to the end of the week and constant drink uh, beer drinking that I was finally able to do two of them and be fun. There you go. But uh, You can get that stuff here, too. Like, I, I sell a lot of German beer. Uh, Polliner, Hackershore, Hofbrau. Um, oh, they, Hofbrau? Yeah, but they also have, out here, you could get, like, I, I don't know if it's German, Weinstefaner. Uh, it's the oldest brewery in the world. And then um, there's a bunch of other ones, Spaten. I can't remember why or what it is. It, they, uh, I asked the waitress there before we left back to America. Uh, they called it Hell's Fire. And uh, I remember asking the waitress or waiter what it was, and she it was just a bear. It told a different name of the bear for some reason. They just call it uh, Hell's Fire. But uh, fuck, I totally forgot what it was. Should have taken a picture of it. But it was good. It, it was really fucking good. So if I could find that here, um, I did. But f- even- oh, you know what? I uh, I did find it. Sorry, I have the bottle still at my house, and uh, the bottle was not as good as the draft. Yeah, I'll tell you that e- much. even if you find it here, it's different because in in Europe they. It's, I forget if it they they do or they don't have to, but milk is pasteurized or yeah. like non-pasteurized, whatever. Beer is pasteurized there, but you can't pasteurize beer here, so it's going to taste different anyways. Oh, that's and so weird. when it's brewed there to be imported to America, mm. it has to be done by the American laws, so it'll still taste different there compared to here, oh, and it is much better. So over there. It's yeah. so it's so good. I have Sundays, man. Uh, the breweries came in, so the clock tower I was talking about. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, I'll put a picture right here. It's as soon as you see it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah." 
uh, big space right in front. And Sundays, I found out that we were there is that a bunch of breweries from around Germany itself. They go, they go there, and fuck, that looks amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking hungry, man. Chicken waffle sandwich from uh, Carlos Jr. I'll do it. Um, but all the breweries go around in that clock tower, clock tower, and you can buy um, uh, steins and like big bottles, and just. Walk around Germany drinking just open beer, and that's it. Like, I was noticing guys, like, working, like, um, like uh, painters and shit, or just people working in general, and, like, on break, they just, like, had a beer and just relaxed. I'm like, I wish we could fucking do that here in the States, but... Well, you can. You can't do it in Massachusetts. You can do it in, like, New Orleans. You can do it in, like, Vegas. And, like, um, I think the state of Kentucky, you're legally allowed to have... Like, if me and you are driving in the car, if I'm driving... You're allowed to drink a beer in the car, but I'm not. So if there's one open beer in the car, it's okay. If there's two, we're we're, we're fucked. Oh Jesus! Yeah, but like there, there's certain states, different laws, like right. that you can do it. Just Massachusetts, you can't. It People just, do it anyways in Massachusetts, right, yeah. hanging outside just, the stores, crack yeah. a beer. Oh yeah, cops <laughs> come around all the time, and like the, uh, um, the parking lots of the hockey, uh, the yeah. hockey arenas, and just see everyone drinking. Like yeah, okay, whatever, just yeah. get out of there. But uh, yeah, man, like it was just so relaxed and just like. Just the both Japan and Germany were just like this relaxed type of like living style that they had that you don't really have that here in the states. And I'm like, I wish we could have that here, but I think the problem with the that type like, uh, but yeah, you're right. I guess like those states do have it, but I guess when you do that here and like especially Massachusetts, like uh, having like a bear for like lunch or something like that, people here will probably go overboard and then you have fucking drunk people all over the place and yes and no i mean i don't know i don't know it's a whole different thing like you're going there on vacation and now it looks so like rose-colored glasses while you're there and then if you actually like are from germany it's just it it's just what, what it is, is. yeah, yeah. And then when you're here it's just grass is always greener i feel like you know yeah right like you're bitching about the healthcare system here but like in canada they have free health care but you break your arm, they'll tell you, all right, you got to come back in two months because there's two months wait for us to right, exactly. give you surgery. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, you got a good point. I don't know. Grass isn't always greener in my eyes. No. I think there's, there's give and take for everything, I guess. Um, but uh, with that said, uh, we're going to finish this off, man. It was a pleasure with you. Episode 30 tonight. Uh, next week, we will have a special guest with us. Uh, do we want to say his name? Everyone's going to say it anyway. It's going to be Pete, uh, Peter Mandarino from Stinky Socks Hockey from here in Massachusetts. Uh, this will be great. I've known him for years. I was actually one of his goalies when kind of when he first started, I guess. And um, I wouldn't say been with him ever since, but I've known him ever since. Great guy. So I can't wait to have him on and as a guest here. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll want to – want to send us off buddy because yeah, sure. i can't fucking remember what we say thanks everyone for listening if there's anything you want to see us cover next episode let us know our links are in the description below and we'll see you next week i love it bye guys bye.